To the Queen of Me podcast. Listen, if this is your first time tuning in, my name is Laquita. I am the host of this here beautiful show, but you can call me Q. I'm all about self-care and healing and just on a journey of really finding myself again and healing mind, body, and spirit. And I'm so glad that you guys are along for the journey. Uh, We have a couple of hosts that we have lined up for this season. Um, But today it's just me. It's just me. Um, Today we are audio only. We had some technical difficulties that caused the um, video to not um, work as we wanted it to. But we are working on that so we can get back to video. But we are here and that is all that matters. This episode is all about getting back to me. I am just super excited um, because I, if you know me personally or, or have been following me for a long time or have, or the, even if this is your first time tuning in, if you go back and listen to a lot of the older podcasts that I had, you can kind of hear um, the sad and the solemn, you know, just how, you know, weighted down I was even starting this podcast because like I tell everybody you know when I first started podcasting it was for me to speak and have an outlet it was just for me to release a lot of what I had inside of me out so I can let it go and let it out but now this go time around and, and walking in this moment I know that this is purpose and so I'm super excited just to now realize that 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 Queen of Me has a purpose and I am able to streamline it and, and have people the, to support along the way. And, you know, you know, pray that we, we grow and we heal together. And that is that is really what this is. And so this is a community, you know, a community of sisterhood, brotherhood, it's family, um, because there are all kinds of people out there who are dealing with a lot of things. And we even as a black community, we don't talk about a lot of our personal things enough. I feel like we have that mentality growing up, what stays in this house, what goes on in this house stays in this house. That's the type of mentality I believe a lot of us have because we're so afraid of sharing our information, our stories, how bad we hurt. And it shouldn't be that way. You need We need to be able to have an outlet to speak and share and grow. Um, because if we just keep it all bottled in, how will we ever move on past it? You know, and I'm so grateful for friends and family who really speak with me and, and support me. And allow me to know that my voice is important, you know. So this is just a reminder of that, you know. I, I really am on this journey to to get back to me. So, and I, I'm just, I'm just, I don't even know what else to say. I'm excited. But we're going to go ahead and get started. So, like I said, the episode is called Getting Back to Me. Um, I grew up uh, in a single family home. Um, my mother, she worked uh, for 15 years as a um, manager um, of a fast food chain. My mom is the greatest person ever. Let me just say that. Like, she is the greatest. Um, and I'm going to try to do this episode without being emotional. 
because uh, last year, June 24th, my mother transitioned and is no longer with us. And that's been a sore spot for me for these past uh, months, you know, that, that almost a year now, um, that it's been a sore spot. And, and every now and again, it gets a little bit difficult. Um, it gets hard. It gets, um, it's, it gets a, to be a lot really to live in this world and not have your mama with you. I I'm 37 years old and I would ask my mama anything. I could talk to my mama about anything. I could tell her whatever secrets I had, like, and, and not have to worry about it going anywhere. Like my mom was that girl, you, you understand? Like she was that girl. And so to not have her here, it's a bit of a struggle. It's a bit of a struggle, but you know, I am pressing on, um, but when she passed, even before that, you know, I dealt with a lot of different things, but specifically when she passed, you know, you have people that'll ask, you know, they'll check in with you and they'll ask you, you know, how are you doing? You know, how are you feeling? My go-to answer has always been, even, even before my mother passed, like when I was dealing with whatever else, if people asked me, how am I doing? My answer, my response was, oh, I'm okay. And girl, I be lying. I don't know what it is or why it is that we feel like we can't be honest when we are not doing well. I I don't know what made us feel or what happened in our lives to make us feel that our feelings and our emotions was not that important that we couldn't be honest about how we were feeling. But that has always been my response. And I hated it. It, you know, I had a friend, a very sweet person, you know, remind me that it's okay to not be all right. You know, you don't have to say you're doing okay. If you're really not, you really can say that, no girl, I am no, you know, I'm just, I'm having, I'm struggling, you know, emotionally. I think when COVID hit, Man, and when I say mental health, it's like it seemed like we knew about mental health being a thing. You know, there's been the thing about, you know, people go, dealing with their mental health and depression, anxiety. We knew about it before that. But when I believe when COVID hit, that was a that was the most I've ever heard or even seen people really experience and struggling mentally. That was a first. And then I became one of the people who were, was also dealing with that secretly. Like it was so, I secretly, like I felt like I had to keep it to myself. I didn't want to overwhelm my family. I didn't want my children to feel like I wasn't well. I, I think I had, I felt like I had to suppress what I was really dealing with. And I think in the long run, it affected me worse before because I wasn't speaking on it. You know, I'm just trying to deal with it myself. And, you know, that's the enemy's back playing field and is the mind. So of course, you know, you're doing, you're doing what you feel is best and by not speaking, but you know, you're, you're secretly still battling and dealing with so much stuff. So, you know, overall, what I'm, my purpose, my point is, is that I had to realize that, you know, even um, the, the experiences that I was experiencing in life, in my, in my relationships, um, in my career, in my business, um, just dealing with, even within myself, um, I really had to take a step back and, and really deal with me. So, um, 
a few weeks ago, I put in, I took a personal leave of absence um, for my work, and um, which will extend a couple of weeks. And um, the, there was one purpose for the purpose, uh, personal leave of absence, but then it became something more. Um, I've had to really sit and actually deal with myself, deal with my emotions, be honest about how I'm feeling and what is bothering me and what things that I need to let go of. It also allowed me to see that there's a child, a little girl still unhealed inside of me of some things, of some hurt, of some pain, you know? And um, so my purpose is to really deal with those, like really seek out support, seek out help to really talk. I know there are a lot of people who don't believe in therapy, um, but I really do believe that seeking counsel, it'll help you open your, it's not just about it being therapy. I think that we really realize what therapy can do or how it can help and or spiritual guidance, however you want to classify it. But it's, it's, it's easy when you can, you have somebody you trust that you can speak how you feel with honestly, openly, and just be vulnerable and then allow them to kind of repeat back to you what they, you know, what's what going on. Because sometimes we can't understand ourselves or we can't understand someone else or understand, you know, so it takes someone else who is, is skilled and educated in this and spiritually connected um, to God to really break down what these certain things are. So I believe that me dealing with what I'm, what I've been dealing with and even taking this personal leave of absence and, you know, losing my mom on last year. And it's all of these things have been bottled up in one little thing. And so I've been determined to really get back to myself, get back to me, get back to the loving, the kind, the sweet, the tender, the, the supportive, the, um, creative, like I'm determined to get back to me. Um, years I had gone and really not taken ample care of myself. When people talk about self-care, like I used to be like, what exactly is that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when I first started hearing like the phrase of self-care years ago, I was like, okay, specifically, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like what? Cause I felt like I was doing it. Like I'm like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm doing it. But I believe that self-care goes beyond uh, what we really, what we kind of see outwardly. It's a lot of inward things <laughs> that we need to do that, that self-care also includes, you know, like working on your spiritual relationship, reading more, you know, just trying to, like I, when I say, <laughs> when I say I really felt like I was self-caring the most, I was like, yeah, girl, I, I go out and I do that. But there are some other things, like I, I really never took time to really spend time with myself. Um, I had my my son, my um, third year in school, in college, um, I had just transferred and no, it was my second year. I just transferred colleges and uh, I met a guy who's was my husband. And um, we had, you know, got pregnant, had our son. I stayed in school for another year. I tried to do the virtual, but I ended up dropping out. Nobody, I don't really talk about that much. I ended up dropping out. And there's one thing that, that, because it was just, it was so much, of course, being a new mom and just trying to do everything. Um, but I don't talk about that either because, you know, 
getting my degree was a big thing for me. And um, I did not fully complete it. And it is something that I'm working to go back to complete for myself. But as I was saying, you know, taking care of, you know, we have a son young, then, you know, years later, had my oldest daughter. And then years later after that, had another daughter. Um, my life really consisted of taking care of my family, like taking care of my children and making sure they were supported in every single thing they did. Um, anything my children wanted to do, wanted to try. I was gung-ho. I was, I've, I've just always been that type of person. What I realized is I became that type of person because I felt like I didn't have that support growing up. My mother, when I say she was the greatest, she she was absolutely the greatest. My, my mother could not attend a lot of the um, things that I had going on because she was a single mom and she worked. So a lot of my things that I did, I was very athletic. I played basketball. I played, I did track and field. I was in chorus. Um, I was in chorus all the way through school from middle up until high school. Um, I just did, I did Girl Scouts. Like I did a lot of little things um, and I can really recall, I can literally recall every single time my mom's, my mom has came out of those years, out of my middle school and high school year, like how I can count really probably on both of my hands, how many times she was able to really attend. And I never was upset with her about it because I, I knew my, I mean, my mom had to work. You know what I mean? She had five children to take care of. I got it. It was never, it was never a resentful. Um, I never resented her in any type of way for not being able to be there every single time. Um, it just is what it is. But I believe that I used that when I grew up and I, you know, I had my own family that I put a lot of myself into them because I don't never want them to feel like, um, you know, they didn't have someone there or, or was not as supportive or anything like that. I just didn't want them to do that. So I overly felt like I overly compensated my children to make up for what they didn't have. I didn't grow up with my father. So it's important for me, my kids know and, you know, see or work with their dad when he's working or, you know, when he's, you know, it's important for me to make sure we're present. That's just what it boils down to. It's important for me to make sure my children know that they have a family who is present um, because I felt like I lacked that growing up. Um, so I never took time for my myself. I didn't go on trips by myself. I didn't um, do a lot of girl trips or you know anything like I, I didn't. I just didn't. And I didn't know how to separate the two. I didn't know how to separate being there for my family and being there for myself. And that's a dangerous little battlefield, I really believe. I think that people believe also that when you get married, that you can't do stuff by yourself. I think, because I was one of them, I felt like I got married, I couldn't really have a life of my own. That I couldn't, when I say that, I'm meaning like, I still have my girlfriends and we do things, as long as it's not inappropriate to, you know, or disrespectful to my family, then there's no issue. But I, I felt like I, I never put myself out there to be like, hey, you know, these are some things that, you know, I like to continue to be able to do. I just really put my all into my family. So as I got into this p- place to now want to take care of myself and make sure that Quita is ha- like finding Quita's happiness again, I think that a lot of times they probably look at me crazy or they don't really understand you know, because it's not something I, I was used to doing, like I never did before. So it's an adjustment for everybody. But 
I still believe that it is important for us to really look out for ourselves. Like we really still have to make sure that we are finding what genuinely makes us happy. I know that someone said to me today, um, actually, that, you know, you had to really, you know, God never changes, you know, his joy. Like, so having the joy of the Lord is he's un, God's presence. God's God's love is unchangeable. Men and men and women, we they change. People are fickle, so they will change. And we have to re- remember to not put all of our all into one thing or people or, or certain things, because those things can change at the drop of a dime. Um, so it's important to find what truly uh, makes us happy. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong in a relationship. It doesn't mean anything's happening here and there or the other. It just means that we really still need to take time to find out who we are and focus on those things and, and to help build um, ourselves back to the, the true person and true happiness that, that we, we, we def- definitely need for ourselves. Um, and so I've learned, you know, self-care truly to me means really finding out who who I am inside, um, letting go of what was, embracing what is, and preparing myself for what will be. Um, I believe, and there's different ways that you can do that. I, for myself, you know, I'm doing better with my devotion. It's an important part of my day, taking time to really devote myself in my relationship with Christ and reading. Um, my goal also while I'm on my leave is to read a book. Um, I was a big reader growing up. Like, I mean, I had all kinds of books. I don't know if any of you remember the um, Babysitter's Club or... Um, uh, what is it? I had babe, I had every single book of the Babysitter's Club. I absolutely love that series. <laughs> I, I'm literally trying to find them so that my girls can kind of, you know, experience them because I loved it. Um, it was so, like, I was so invested. And then I loved Sherlock Holmes. I absolutely, I, I know that's that sounds crazy. I was young. My grandmother actually got the Sherlock Holmes books and series from a yard sale and that's how I started I she noticed that I would read it and she found somebody at the yard just out of the blue and I would read and I I miss reading like I don't I feel like in the day sometimes I feel like I don't have a lot of time in a day to do everything it is I need to do I'm you know and so I, I do want to get back to those things that really make me happy I loved reading um I loved writing music. I love writing music. Um, I love creating some type of, you know, content or something. I love creating and, and, um, I love style, you know, putting, you know, clothes together. I love those little things. We, I learn about myself, those things that I miss being able to do. And, you know, so for me, I, I believe that Self-care just means taking care of yourself, mind, body, spirit, really finding out what makes you truly happy, um, building on your spiritual relationship with the Lord and building our spiritual relationship in general and really taking time to really build your relationship with you again. Um, I don't, I feel like I have let the relationship that I had with myself, like the love and the passion that I had with myself, I let it fade. You know, and I could tell a big difference, you know, when it first happened, when I first started experiencing the anxiety and depression, I can tell in the beginning when things were first happening. And, um, but I can, I do see little bits of growth as the years have gone by. So 
You know, I I am an advocate. You know, I really want to be an advocate to share my story and my life. I don't care how raw and uncut it looks. I want to help somebody who has experienced or is experiencing a lot of the things that I have gone through or am going through because I want them to see, you know, we, we, we can still win. You know, we are still success stories. You know, what I have overcome before I can overcome again. What I experienced in my childhood doesn't define who I am right now. I choose to be better. I choose my, my, my path. I choose my place. So I'm, I am a success story because I have grown and I did not allow the circumstances and growing up on government assistance and, and being homeless and, you know, having these moments of no money and just self, you know, just not even knowing my self-worth, just, I didn't allow those moments, it's abuse. I didn't allow those moments and those situations when my, in my childhood, even in my adult life that I've experienced to dictate my future. That's a success story. I hate when people really look at success as just financial or how, what type of car you got and your car and your home status and how many businesses you own and, you know, just financial status period. That's what they dictate success to. I don't. Success is every day waking up. Success is every day getting up out of this bed when I want to lay in it for for hours out the day, getting up and putting some clothes on and getting myself together and going downstairs and getting on my computer and working and getting my kids ready for school and walking out the door and, and, and going to work and coming home and cooking for my family and, you know what I mean, just getting out, listening to music, just, you know, getting a nap in the middle of the day. This is success. That is success. I, these small moments are still monumental. That is success. And I do believe that we got to get back to who we were or who we are. You know, lay off all this extra stuff. You know, we're doing a whole bunch of stuff for other people that if it is contradicting to what you got to do in your life to get your own stuff together, you're going to have to let it go. I had to tell myself that today. If anything in this life I am doing for others or doing in general that is contradicting to my the well-being of my own mental health, I'm going to have to release it because I will not die without reaching my full potential, my full potential because of something I couldn't let go of or I couldn't overcome. I couldn't release so that I could forgive or you know what I mean? Like I will not. I will not die without seeing everything God promised me. I will not. I will not. We got to get back to who we are. Get back to you. Get back to that loving person. Get back to the kind, the gentle, the caring, the fun, the optimistic, you know, take care of you. Take care of your heart. Take care of your mind. Take care of your health. That's a huge thing for me. Like now, I've, I'm, I've been a healthy person all my life. And then I go to the doctor and I'm like, she telling me a few things. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. I've never once had an issue ever, ever. So to hear some things and they're not bad, but just to hear some different things, you kind of be like, huh. and I don't, I don't even, 
I know some people are like, oh, you know, hey, oh my God, I'm getting old. And they, you know, they kind of get emotional about that. I don't, I don't get emotional about getting old. It's a blessing for me to get older because I'm getting wiser, but I'm also more cognizant of what, what, how important my, that I am, how important my body is, how important every little thing. I'm not a water drinker by far. And I know y'all could talk about me. I'm doing better, but I, it's just not my preference, but I know, you know, my purpose was, you know, when I went to the doctor, it's like, I need to know what's going on with me so that I can better take care of myself. So it's hard to hear. (laughs) It's hard to hear sometimes what you really need to do, but it's even harder to really implement. But if you have the mindset to get back to yourself and take care of yourself and and be better, you're going to do whatever it takes. You're going to sacrifice and do whatever it takes to to make sure that you're well, that you're well inside and out. I don't want to just look good on the outside because I can put some clothes on. Ask about me. I can put some clothes on. But I want to be well inside too. And so that is why I am on this journey of really getting back to, to who I am. I know years ago, I had someone tell me one time, like, Man, you just I can sense like the life was like I was dealing with a lot, and they had, and they didn't it, it didn't mean it in any type of way, and I didn't take any type of way, but they was like you know mentioned like it just looks like the life was sucked out of me at that in that in that stage that I was going through, and I I ooh I could see it I could feel it you know I was living it, but to see where I am now that's success, to see where how far I've come from that to this, that's still success to me that is progress. That is progress. And I'm truly grateful because I know this journey, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for me taking care of me. I'm not going to apologize. If it offends you, take that up with the Lord. If it offends you that somebody's wanting to better themselves and be better, please take that up with Jesus. Or look at you, look at the mirror at yourself and see what is it about you that's that's what is it about yourself that you're bothered by someone else trying to better themselves, you know? So I'm no longer going to take on everybody else's weight, take on everybody else's emotion. I, I can't I can't afford to do that. I have somewhere to go and somewhere to be. And I'm going to show up every single time. I'm going to show up for myself every single time. So it's all about getting back to us, knowing who we are, knowing where we were and where far we've gone and where we're headed. Like have a plan for yourself. Have a plan. Make sure you know what where you want to go in your life because that is the only way that you're going to be able to walk the right the path that you decide to. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take better care of myself because I got here to go. You have a purpose, like you have a, a destination. You're gonna do whatever it takes to get to that destination, right? So look in the mirror. Tell yourself, hey, we got somewhere to go. We can't live in the same place. We can't stay in the same state of mind. We can't stay in the same state of being. We have to apply pressure and we got to get up and show up for us every single day. It's time to get back to us. It is time to get back to us. I do apologize about the the noise. If you do hear some dog sounds, we do have a dog and he is acting like he's a full grown man right now. So (laughs) I apologize for any background noise. Um, Again, I apologize. We couldn't do the audio. Um, We, I mean, the, uh, excuse me, the video, it was just technicalities, but I dared not to uh, give up because I almost let even that hindered me from really wanting to get the podcast edited and 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 and, and put out. But I ch- I was like, no, I'm showing up, and that's growth because I've had many times that I would be like, you know what, I ain't gonna worry about it. I just I'll just wait next week. No, because I, my purpose and my goal. I put, I set out was to start this week and we're a day late, but we showed up, we showed up for ourselves and that is all that matters. 
So show up for yourself. Get back to you. Get, if you lost some things along the way, don't wallow in that. You know, maybe those things couldn't go with you along where you're going. That's including friends, family, foes, whoever. Um, Things, there are some things that can't go where we're going. So as you're working on your self-care and your mental health and getting back to just a healthier person, a healthier version of you, remember why you're doing it and have a plan. Have a plan for your life to know because with that plan, you're going to stay on the course. Without a plan, you're going to forget. You're not. There's no vision. You don't have anything to go off of. Um, so write it down. Okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to go. This is what I'm working towards. Write it down and look at it every day, every, every other day or every week just to remind yourself, okay, this is what we're working towards. This is what I'm working towards, you know? So that's all I want to share today, guys. Um, this episode is personal. You know, it's very personal um, and it's honest. And I hope you guys who are along this journey with me and, and tune in every single week know how important it is for us to be real with ourselves, not only real with others. So this is just real. This is me encouraging myself to not, you know, to be unapologetic about getting back to being a better version of myself than I was yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. Because at the end of the day, I gotta show up for me if no one else does. I gotta love me if no one else does. I will support me if no one else does. And that's what matters. All right, guys. Well, I again, thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, and review on any a podcast platform that you're listening to. I truly appreciate the support and the love and the just the consistency of you guys um, just showing up for me along this journey. And until next time, see you guys next week. Later. Thank you.